Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this blessed opportunity to hear your word. We pray that the entrance of your word will bring light, understanding, direction, vision, guidance, guidance by your Holy Spirit. We pray that we will receive it as as it is in truth, the word of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's take our seats. No, can I have if you put it? I can't see it. Bring it to me. Thank you. Beautiful. It's nice to have people who do what you say when you want them to. Amen. And all those watching on Facebook, we acknowledge that you are here with us. Look, all the Facebook people, you are very, very, very important to us. We, we know you are part of us. And so we can see you in the spirit as you can also see us amen and i and i want to ask all those watching on facebook that you um stop everything you are doing you cannot be cooking beans at this time you know instead of listening to me you are cooking apple boy that you went to buy you know you cannot be frying totally at such a time as this you know and if you are watching from malta you cannot be doing curry soakings i mean it's time to hear the word of God. All those in the UK who are watching, you cannot be eating fish and chips. You are calling a delivery man to bring fish and chips. It's time to hear the word of God. Amen. Oh, I I cannot feel your excitement. Amen. We are talking about probably one of the most important topics. You know, that if you can apply yourself to obey, will greatly or most greatly help you in life. You know, the pastor of the largest church was asked that what are his principles for church growth and which are the most important to him. And Dr. Yomicho, who at that time had about a million members in the church, said that the first key is prayer, second key is um, a good administration, the third key is the placenta system or the cell group system, and then the last key at his presentation. Then they asked them that if you were to drop one of them off which would you drop off is there our drop off visitation or some with the last one then they asked him again that if you had another one to drop off you now had three and you had to choose um two which would you drop off then he said i'll drop off um the cell system then they asked them if you only had two left that's prayer and then a good administration which of them would you drop off? They will drop off a good administration. He said, I will prefer to be left with prayer alone. Yes, it's true. He said, I will be left with prayer alone. If I can, then he made the comment. At the point, Ishop said he was sitting with him at dinner in Korea. And as they were at dinner, they were talking about something. Church goes also. And Dr. Yonkicho just started saying that he doesn't understand pastors whose churches don't go. He said, does he understand them? <laughs> yeah, you see, but many pastors don't understand why their churches are not good. But he said he doesn't understand why a pastor's church cannot go because he said, If I start a church, I will sit in my room and I'll call the people in the spirit. Oh, yes, he said, I'll sit in my room, I'll pray, I'll mention that. I was you, I started praying towards 0040 when I checked the time 0040. I started praying in my study. And by the time I saw my wife was working, I saw it was 4.50. I don't know what happened after 4.50, but all that I saw that my wife was working me up at 6 o'clock. <laughs> he said, you leave the house at 7.4. I 
and out during it's six o'clock. I've been praying since 12 40 for you to be in church this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit in my room. I'll sit in my room. I have a special chair. I pray. In fact, the chair is even spoiled. But I'm afraid to let a carpenter touch it in case he spoils the anointing in the chair. It's true. Upon that chair, many enemies have fallen and many friends have risen from that chair. Many enemies have faced calamities from that chair. The chair is even spoiled though. The cushion is finished in the chair. <laughs> the chair has become like a sink. It's true. When it's sitting close, the chair has become like a sink. If you put water in it, you won't go anywhere. But because of the anointing in that I don't want any capital. Maybe that capital has gone to take Juju and I don't know. Or maybe that capital has gone, I don't know. Then you tap the chair. But the time I see anointing has left the chair. So I'll sit in the chair like that. Within that chair is my ministry. From that chair, my ministry comes out. Many enemies. Look, those of you who have been in Laboni before that I do remember I was telling you about a pastor and his wife I cursed from that chair and I told the people that one day I'll come and announce to you that that man's wife has been given to another person yes a few weeks ago I heard, I heard that she's pregnant for she cannot say who in a far country from that chair I cursed him and his wife from that chair look prayer if you are here you think you don't have enemies you are young or new or a baby or inexperienced Prayer, pray, look, prayer, see, prayer forms like a cloud around you. Impenetrable. Impenetrable. Job, Job had a lot of enemies. Bible says for the richest man in all is, but the Bible says that and Job made sacrifices for his children. If he made sacrifices for his children, do you not think he made sacrifices for himself? That in case they have sinned against the Lord, Job was a man of deep prayer and intimacy with God. Even the devil himself, not a demon, the devil could not touch him. Yes. And so God gave him permission. Even God saw how the devil was trying and it, and it wasn't working. Yes, God saw it. That the devil would go, then he played a bang, then he would get like a ball against the wall. And so God now asked the devil, do you want to try to? His prayer life is solid. In the midst of great calamity, Job didn't care against God. His foolish wife came to tell him to curse God and die. Many wives are foolish. Oh, yes. Oh, but it's in the Bible. I'll show you. The Bible, King Solomon said, Among 10,000 men, I found one to be wise. So many men who are not wise. Don't think it's the women, the men who are not wise. Among 10,000 men, I found one to be wise, but not a woman. That's why a woman is very wise to put herself under the covering of a man. In case maybe he's the one among the ten. <laughs> it's true. Job was a man of deep prayer. Ish. You could even see from his reasoning in the midst of his calamity. He said, I, I've not done anything against God. Why are these things happening to me? You could see his foolish friends. Look, many things we quote from the Bible. It's not everything the Bible does, the word of God, though. Or you don't, the problem we make is anything in the Bible, see, and God said, one of the most, God, eh, when you get to heaven, be, be careful he doesn't charge you for libel. <laughs> yes. Like that scripture, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is one of Job's foolish friends, Eliab. He said it, but at every funeral, you hear priests saying, and and then as the Bible says, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken, like, let's just accept it like that. It is just foolish friend called Eliab. He said, the Bible says, whatsoever the Lord does shall be forever. Nothing can be added unto it. Nothing can be taken from it. That is what God does. A foolish man has said, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken, you are using that as your comfort. It cannot be. Put your hope in God. Look, and that's why in Luke 11, Jesus Christ spoke about prayer. Then he said, when the son of man comes, shall he find people praying? Will you pray? When was the last time you prayed for two hours? When was the last time you prayed for one hour? You expect that miracles happen? Like the devil there, he will sleep. 
for everything to happen to you because like you have done your hair so the devil won't attack you because of your hair like because of your hair you get a husband because you have a womb you have a child because you have been to school you have a job because you want to be rich or like you are, you are going to buy a t-shirt that says get rich or die try so you prosper that's your <laughs> for life get rich or die try no go into your closet look <laughs> if you don't pray i don't know what hope you have that is why before jesus your clock has gone off that's why jesus listen before he started his ministry the bible says that and he went into the desert 40 days and 40 nights praying jesus knew that the devil is not going to roll over and give him a an easy pass on earth because he says he's god if god had to pray then what hope do you have if god had to pray then what hope do you have god who answered prayer had to pray the one who told us to pray in his name he had to pray in his own name <laughs> and you say you pray your life will just be guided by the devil guided by circumstances you won't be sure at any time whether it's god or the devil who is making what is happening to you happen but i see you developing a strong prayer life it's true and we began by sharing a few weeks ago, or last last week last week on different aspects of prayer one that prayer is very important daniel's principles we are using daniel as our guide the bible says we should be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises daniel is one of those who inherited the promises in in fact when you read the prophecy of daniel what the bible scholars call the prophecy of the weeks he said that in any one one thousand three hundred and twenty years the consolation of israel shall appear bible scholars have seen that from the day that daniel spoke that prophecy what exactly 1320 years later jesus triumphantly entered jerusalem and they say that that's why when christ entered jerusalem he said that if you had known this day even this day the things that make for your peace but alas they are hidden from you it's true he said that from the day daniel was great he's the only person who prophesied both the first and the second coming of christ before the first one even happened it's not the type of prophets who say i see you receiving a car how many of you have not received cards for years the car has not come <laughs> let's be serious <laughs> because of those things now when you even want to pray for that people, you can see they don't have faith in your prayer because people that pray that i see you receive the card you receive that visa i see you go there bro i see you uh, uh whatever i see you did i see i saw a girl she could have a child for 40 years it is that, look, when i went for the outdoor the prophets i saw lined there i said hey Charlie, she had gone for prayers. But what gave her the child was a wisdom key I gave her, not the prayers. <laughs> Number two, no one is ever too busy, too blessed, or too successful to pray. Daniel was a politician. Politicians are very busy people. Going for meetings here, meetings there, all the time. You know, those of you watching on Facebook, you see, it's good to watch on facebook but if you are watching because you are lazy and you cannot get up to come to church it's not good because it is likely that you also be able to get up to pray in the morning yes you know look if you are a lazy person you can't pray because prayer involves work you'll be tired you'll be tired soon because your spirit is trying to dominate your flesh it's true you will pray for eight hours you will feel as tired as a laborer who has been digging a pit yes but see if you can engage god in prayer i can assure you of an ending victories yes hmm. number three prayer is the source of your power and protection come the reason why i like prayer is because i can sense i've made enemies one day i told somebody that you know me mom dear god forbid but i dread the day i fall my enemies will start coming out of the woodworks that hey, we knew it the way he is have you seen 
He was saying this last year. He said this last two years. His mouth very hard. Hey! But they will all be disappointed. They will all be disappointed. I pray because see, I sense like it is critical for me to pray that I should never fall into the hands of my enemies or those who are watching my downfall. You are looking at me. You too. There are people who are watching your downfall. You think it's just me? <laughs> it's just me. Recently, a simple girl. She has nothing. You see, when, when, when you are even rich, you have the right to have some enemies. But she is even poor. <laughs> and I think she was surprised that she had enemies. And she said, a brother came to love her. And she loved him back. Then somebody suggested a brother to her. And she said, oh, I have somebody already. He has not done anything to me. I like him. And the brother tried to put pressure on her. That, oh, no. He said, oh, no, but this first person, I like him. She said the next thing she heard was that the person was now saying that, I wish that this brother she loves would give her a broken heart. Oh, is that now it is a crime to love somebody? <laughs> she said she was sure. She said she had everything. I wish this brother would give her a broken heart. What is her crime that she loves him? If you are there and you think that everybody wants your marriage to be successful, it's not like that. But when you pray, carry more then you form like a shield. The Bible says that that we may be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. When you pray, you form like a shield around you. That's why you see King David and in those days they used to fight with real sword, not this bullet that you can hide in a building and shoot one mile. No, hand-to-hand combat. So then when the sword cuts your neck, you are dead. So David could say that the Lord is my shield and my buckler, my strong tower. You see, when, there's, when you can sense ever-present danger and death, you will pray yourself. Why do you think that when people are going to have an accident, they shout, Jesus? They can sense ever-present death. When in your normal life, you are mature enough to know, like David said, that we are but a step away from death, you will pray. Nobody will beg you to pray. You would rather be calling that, ah, but this church, why don't you have more prayer meetings? Why don't you call out for prayer more? No, when, how did I become a first class student? I heard a testimony of a lady who said the lecturers were telling them that when you, when you finish writing exams, pray. Because when you finish writing your exams, there are so many things that happen to we who are marking your papers. Then the lecturer told her that one day I took this girl's paper to mark. I think her background is very strong. <laughs> not all bad that is. If you are born in, in East Legon on Abedipele Street, you, I mean, you can be excused. You can be excused. But if you were born from a certain type of place, nobody marries. Those who marry don't give birth. Those who marry divorce. Charlie, it's different from Abedipele Tonyewa Road at East Legon, number two, number two, Acacia Avenue. No, it's, it's, not, it's not like that. He, he said when he took the girl's paper to market, a spirit just manifested in front of him and said, if you pass it, I'll destroy you. Now, if you were the lecturer, <laughs> if you were the lecturer, you don't know the girl. You don't know, she's just a name on a sheet of paper to you. What would you do? You start singing, I can't kill myself, oh. But where, but where do I know you from? Yes. Then the lecturer said, there are times when we are marking papers. You take someone's paper, you just get angry. You can see that the person knows the answer, but maybe their grammar or their English is not working. Then you are just angry. Wrong, 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 wrong. You go. Another person's paper, some joy just fills your heart. You can see that the person that didn't know the answer, but is forcing the answer through the English language. Not through math or psychology, but through grammar. They said, look, the person is trying. Let me just dash him the marks to go. So when I got that strategy, when I finished writing, I lay hands on my paper. And I say, Father, I assign an angel to my answer sheet. Wherever this answer sheet goes, let it receive favor. 
let every person marking as soon as he takes my people let the peace of god and the joy of god that passes understanding descend upon him in jesus name then then then, then i add let all my mistakes be muted and let all my correct answers be amplified in the name of jesus oh yes up to today when i'm praying for my children to go and write exams, these are the prayers i pray let their mistakes be muted but one day i was listening to a prophet pray for somebody going for a visa on channel r when channel r was channel r you know that station was the best station eh? friday afternoon from three to ten oh no jackie chan movie can compare all prophets are advertising there all night oh it was just nice the prophet said i blind the visa officer <laughs> i blind every visa officer who hold your passport may he be struck blind but then i say hey, so if the visa officers are listening to this radio how would they feel about us but you need to pray because if you are the visa officer know that somebody is praying about you becoming blind rise up and pray for yourself that you might see <laughs> daniel knew that people were conspiring against him. you see he worked in the king's palace and what you should understand about the king's palace is usually those around the king are always lying to the king about people it's common in all palaces when donald trump was president his son they used to lie about people his son and his daughter jared kushner and ivanka they used to lie about people to him it's common in the king's palace that those around the king in order to gain favor they lie twist the truth lie about people to appear loyal and sort of like they like the king they lie a lot so if you are in the king's palace like daniel and daniel could see it he was a righteous man so he prayed he didn't argue You see, and if you are also a king, sometimes it is not your fault that you believe lies because what else should you believe apart from those who are, who are apparently loyal to you? But everybody has the agenda. <laughs> everybody has the agenda. One day, somebody working with me lied to me about somebody and I almost spoiled a relationship. Thankfully, I paused. Then I told the person, you know, do not abuse your closeness to me by lying about people because you will make me take a decision against somebody who is innocent it's true you see like Judah, they don't talk bad about i forbid people who talk about bad people to me the people say that it is the holy spirit who convicts of sin and you that you are gossiping about somebody to be are you righteous yeah i forbid there's nobody who says bad things about anybody to be i forbid it and when you even say something bad about somebody to me and i'm angry i always watch you i don't trust people who say bad things about people to me. i don't trust them that one is true i am also not righteous yes but you move me you move me because i'm also flesh and blood you move me it's true so i, I pray it's true i sit in my chair i said that chair is spoiled too but less a capital where God to drink a pure touch my chair I shall sit in it like that even to get out from the chair now is difficult because I sink in it's like it's almost touching the ground now but I shall sit in it like that if that is what will help me to maintain my prayer life I'll sit in it like that it's true Daniel saw that all those around the king had lied to him about the king but he did nothing but remember the bible said that and daniel went on his knees you know something i tell people that uh, when i sit in my chair i i i pray in tongues in my chair i don't pray in my understanding i don't because the bible says your understanding is unfruitful i don't know why you engage in an unfruitful act and when i go into the spirit it's only friends versus enemies there there <laughs> there are no names there there are no relationships there I don't know Pastor Felix as I say, maybe in the realm of the spirit, his name is Kashule Bakula. I don't know. No, I don't know. So maybe as I'm sitting in my chair and I say, Karule Bashonaka, Should I say a good one or a bad one? 
okay. It may be meaning in the spirit that let Pastor, let Pastor Felix be elevated as he goes to Enugu. But maybe in your case, your name is Shimpafu Katula. I don't know that maybe Shimpafu Katula represents so so and so. But as long as you are my enemy, there's no differentiation. Kushaba, because the Bible says that how be it in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So I tell people that please don't make yourself my enemy. Because when I start, pray that you are my friend. <laughs> yes, pray that you are my friend. You, look, don't look at me. I'm telling you for yourself. You two in your study, start or in your or on your bed. Don't sleep. Oh. The Bible says the kingdom of God is like a man who saw the field and he went to sleep. And while men slept, an enemy came. While you are sleeping, your enemy is working. While you are sleeping, your enemy is working. Rise up in the night, pray. You find yourself like an overcoming eagle. Yes. Above the storm, like the cloud that is bringing the rain, destroying the earth, you fly above that cloud. You will see your enemies bowing down to you. What was the end of the enemies of Daniel? What, what was their end? They wanted Daniel to be eaten by lions. Who at who at the end? Look, forget about what you are going through. Always be careful about how it will end. With that note, ask look. If you are on the Kumasi road, it is useless. There's nobody who stops on the road before in Koko. Your destination is Kumasi. Be concerned about whether you get there or not and how you will get there. Pray, Patukusuka. Lubinokabufa. Before, what did Christ say? Jesus' words are so extreme that we want to not believe them. He said, A man's enemies shall be those of his household. So you ask yourself, Who is in your house? Who is in your house? When Jesus, the first category of enemies that Jesus mentioned was those in your house. But when you see them, this person, you think they are not your enemies. That's why you are asleep, isn't it? <laughs> Haven't you seen that James Bond, he specializes in sleeping with people you didn't sleep with? James Bond. <laughs> you may be surprised that your enemy is the one you are sleeping with. Number four, prayer is important in acquiring. And if prayer helps you to acquire, then prayer will help you to sustain the blessings of God. Yes. Is that that's prayer like we forget that in Daniel 1 7, the Bible says that and Daniel and his friends consecrated themselves not to eat from the food that came from the king's table. The first step in Daniel's breakthrough was his consecration to God. Yes, which involves his prayer life. Now, if and then when you go into verse 17, the Bible says that and Daniel the first received favor before the Enoch. Then in verse 14, going downwards, also you see that and as for these four children, God gave them Daniel knowledge and skills to all learning and wisdom. So you see that the progression was from the prayer life began to bring him the blessings. Now, as the blessings came and his enemies multiplied. It is those same prayers that helped him to sustain their blessings. That prayer came through. But often, you will see that we will pray to receive a blessing. Then when the blessing comes, we stop praying. And that's how you hear people say that, I get money, but the money doesn't stay in my hands. <laughs> it's because what you did to get the money, you are not doing it to sustain the money. What you did to get a job, you went for all night prayer meeting. Don't let me go empty. Then God sent you a beloved. As soon as the beloved came, you began to wear lipstick. Instead of continuing what brought the blessing, you have changed your modus operandi. That's why it goes away from you. What you did to get the blessing, the prayer you did to get it, is the same prayer you need to do to, to sustain it. Daniel prayed 
from Daniel chapter 1, verse 7. When they told you the writing was signed, I mean, you, you and I, let's be honest, including me, I'll, if I had access to the king, I would have tried to go and see the king. That I've heard that these people have come to lie to me about you, that I don't respect you. I, but it is not true. I want to reaffirm my loyalty to you. But the Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord, not in your hands. Oh, Daniel, Daniel knew that the heart of the king was not in his hands. So he took the matter to the one who had the heart of the king and also had the heart of the lion in his hands. That's why in Hebrews 13, in Hebrews 11, the Bible explains to us what happened in the den of the lion. That explanation is not in the book of Daniel. It's in Hebrews 11. The Bible says that who by faith shuts the mouth of lions. It is the prayer life of Daniel that shuts the mouth of the lion. (laughs) Yes. Those same lions, when the enemies of Daniel were put in, the, the Bible says that they look, those guys had politics, they didn't have faith, they had gossiping, they didn't have faith. They, the lion they devoured them before their bodies could hit the ground. They had words, they had accusations, they had lies, they had deceptions, they had enmity, envy, jealousy, anger against Daniel, but no faith, no prayer. Their bodies didn't touch the ground before they were consumed you should understand that in life they say there's an automatic law of degeneration in everything your marriage is being destroyed automatically while the devil is in this world your business the day you started it the day that the same day began to go down your prosperity your everything your beauty I was clearing my car two days ago and I saw a picture of myself when I was 16 years. I said, goodness, what has happened to me? I mean, I was looking like, you see, like fresh, like uh, some man was saying, uh, equalizer, what the man's name? Denzel Washington. I mean, you should see my skin on my forehead. Oh, a bony skin. So I called my children. Come and see this picture. This is me. I, then I told them, when I was your age, I was more handsome than you at your age. <laughs> yes. I told them, this is me. As you see me now, <laughs> I was more handsome than you when I was at your level. You are looking at me now today. You are saying, this is me. I mean, I look, I say, hey, brother, you are degenerating. You are finishing. Everything in life is finishing. Yes. Even the Bible says that the, the world will be consumed by fire. Everything is going towards a destruction. The day you were born, the next whatever is dead. For, as soon as you are born, no, you, you die. It's true. So, but prayer, prayer, the Bible says that, and they that wait upon the Lord, those that pray they shall renew they shall reverse the degeneration <laughs> the law of gravity is the law of degeneration it keeps us down and stay down but you have to make an effort to go up you have to build stairs or you have to get a rope or you have to go into an aeroplane but in order to go up you have to make an effort to reverse and to counter the natural laws that are in the earth and prayer he said those who wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles see they shall reverse the law of gravity they shall walk and not be tired because when you walk you should get tired but when you are a prayerful person you reverse the, the natural laws you walk and you not get tired when you are a prayerful person the bible said they shall run and shall not finish. Can't you see that even the top 100 meter sprinters, when they finish running the 100 meters, they fall down. They faint. But when you are prayerful, you reverse that natural, automatic, normal law. You run, but you not faint. When you are prayerful. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you will be reversing it. I see you reversing natural laws against you. This lady I was talking to you about, 
She's been married for 16 years. No child. 44 years. Gives birth to twins. You see, she's like a pastor. Her husband is a pastor. You see, at the age of 44, you, you would rather have said that, oh, the natural loss is that you can't give birth again. But their prayer for people that I know them, their prayer reversed the natural loss. Rather at the age of 40, for they gave birth to twins. One boy, one girl. Yes. You know, you are responsible for the state of your life. Oh. Your prayer, your prayerlessness has determined where you are. <laughs> it's true. And if you commit yourself to pray, I guarantee you, give yourself one year. You'll be sure that's where you'll be. That's why I started by telling you that I called you to church this morning. I sat in my chair. <laughs> I trust in prayer. I believe in prayer. Especially prayer in tongues. I pray in tongues 99%. Understanding 1%. So that I can pray for a whole month or two months. When you hear me pray in my understanding, then I'm usually behind the pulpit. Amen. You won't be happy. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the First. Queen, when the British Empire was the British Empire, from India to Africa, Queen Elizabeth the First said, I fear nothing except the prayers of John Knox. I fear nothing. That's why all the politicians have prophets they go to in secret. They know that prayer works. Even more than Christians know that prayer works. I fear nothing except the prayers of John Knox. Number five. We are now starting today's sermon. This has been an introduction like a, like a recap. It's been a recap. It's been a recap. Number five, for prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. I'm preaching from Bishop's book, How to Pray. For prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. Look, I see you have been 100% answered prayer. You know, let me tell you something. Last week, Sunday, I came to church and a sister came to me. She looked vague, vaguely familiar. I mean, I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know anything about her, but I think she used to be somewhere like she like she knows me then when she came to me after church she said oh i want to see you so i went to her you know in the bible when somebody asks you something another way they say that and he prayed him prayer is asking then she came to me and said oh i want to ask you oh what is it said, oh, yes. but said, my mother said i should tell you to pay my school fees then when i said why well, my get fund like i asked myself well my get fund <laughs> I just thought I might get fun or not to enforce scholarship secretariat. I mean, you don't just see somebody. I, I mean, it's like I'm a well of money looking. For, I mean, I, I am not an NGO, poverty alleviation, palm, um, palm scar. Not that I cannot pay her school fees, but you don't talk to me, you don't know me, you don't relate with me, you don't know that you just see me in town. You too. If somebody meets you in town and says, pay my school fees, will you pay? Because I don't have a relationship with I just said, oh, okay. Tell, tell your mother that you have told me. That's all. Nobody, nobody said, your mother said you should tell me that your school fees. So I said, okay. So tell your mother that you have told me. But have you not told me? You've told me. So why are you laughing at my answer? <laughs> but if you are my son or my daughter and I know you, you will not even... I, I will ask you, have you paid your school fees? Let me help you to pay your school fees. You will not even ask. You see, for prayer to be effective, it must be your habit. You must come to God all the time. The Bible says that those who are far from God shall be far from him. But as for me, the nearness of God to me, my nearness to God, my relationship with God, my relating with God, my habit of prayer is, is for my good. A Russian philosopher called Dostoevsky said that the habits that a man creates in the first half of his life 
will determine his success in the second half of his life. The second half of your life is made up of the habits you acquired in the first half. Look, let prayer become a habit. That you just pray. When you don't know what to do, you pray. Pascal said, the strength of a man's life is made up of the habits he has. The best habit you can have is prayer. And you know, habits can be negative or positive. You can have negative habits and they'll lead to consistent and constant and never-ending failure. You can have good habits and they will lead to constant never-ending successes and breakthroughs. You have a lifetime of miracles and successes if you have a habit of prayer. It's true. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. A habit is an action that you repeat unconsciously without even realizing it. Some of you, as soon as you put on your card, your habit is 99.7. Like you don't even, that even occur to you that that's what you've done. You just do it. It is a bad habit. You hear them fighting. The budget, this, that, that, and the, uh, whatever just came to speak big English since the finance minister has gone he has taken, oh, uh, he has taken over from him to speak big English. how does that help you do you only think the budget of Ghana is what determines the food on your plate why don't you listen to 94.3 put in a podcast listen to Bishop Dyke he was not preaching on with wisdom or leadership or something how does the budget of Ghana affect your life even those who are reading the budget doesn't affect their lives. Listen to something that will help you. Listen to speak the word. Bishop's books being read in audio. Listen to a preaching message about marriage. Anyway, you can listen to messages on marriage and not change. But you can listen to and change. <laughs> it's true. Oh, I mean, Jesus gives two groups of hearing. Those who hear and don't obey. Then those who hear and obey. So hearing that he means you will obey. Luke chapter 4 verse 16. Jesus had a habit of going to church. <laughs> Look, you must have the habit that Sunday morning, Akashi in Ghana is so, or what? What's Sunday in Ghana? So. Hogba. Hey, look at the Kumasi person teaching us Ghan. Look, look, look at something. A Ghan is saying is Hoba. A Kumasi girl is saying is Ho. Look. When we come to Kumasi, you can't speak. When we come to Ghan, they speak. Hoba Levi, that's Sunday morning. You go to church. Finish. You don't think about it. Joshua said, I don't know what you people want to do, but me and my house, there we will serve the Lord. Tree is called what? Quesida? Eh, Quesiada. Uh-huh, now speak. Quesiada, no pa. You're quite sorry. That's all. And anybody under your control in that house goes to church. Ewa is what? You see, Ewa, dear people, you don't like technology, you know your language. The guns, the guns have confessed. Tree have confessed. Airways, no, there's no airway in this church. Again, you have forgotten you are an airway. Oh. An airway should own up and tell us how to say Sunday in airway. Or I'll manufacture the name. <laughs> Look for 16. Oh, I have 10 minutes more. Oh, no, no, I've been told I have 15 seconds. I won't mind them what at all. Look for 16. And as Jesus' habit was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Jesus who had the habit of going to church. Daniel 16. Daniel also had the habit of praying three times a day. Daniel kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed. You cannot even commit to praying for once a day. Are you surprised that lions are eating you? <laughs> no, look, look, let me tell you that everybody has enemies. Oh, Bible said that and Isaac 
digged a well, the Philistines came for it. He digged another one, they came for it again. He dug another one, they came for it again. You too, you should understand that you have enemies. Jacob, Jacob, I mean, how do you go and tell a man, I want to marry your daughter? Then when it's time, they, like, during the wedding ceremony, he puts a different wife as your wife. Why? Why? I mean, look, if you think everybody likes you, you are a child. Or that like what you want, everybody supports you. The worst one of all is that those who smile with you actually are on your side. the big six you see that standing behind Osajifu Dr. Kwame Nkrumah savior of Ghana is General Kotoka <laughs> who did the coup that sergeant smiling behind <laughs> were we not here when J.A. Kufo was president Kufado was his cabinet member when they went for the primary for the second term did Ekufa not stand as a flag bearer against Kufo? That means that as they are all in their castle, he's eyeing his seat. <laughs> no, like as I have appointed you as minister for justice, you are not content with it. You want to be the president so that I will go. You think that those who you help love you, you are a child. You think those who... <laughs> ah, where were you born? Or Mars or Jupiter. <laughs> the Bible says in John 4, Jesus looked at the people he was healing, delivering. Two fish and five loaves, five thousand eggs. Then the Bible says, and Jesus did not commit himself unto men, for he knew what was a man. And he did not that any man should testify. Look, always walk around with the assumption that you have enemies. Bishop said, Many years ago, God gave him a vision, and that he saw something. Father, ah, this is an enemy. He was afraid. Then God said, "No, look, look down." And when he looked down, right by his leg was a viper. You may think your enemy is far, as right by your leg. You are praying about next year. Pray about today. When next year comes, pray for next year. Number six, give me five minutes more. Can I have five minutes? Do, do, do you want to appeal for the timekeepers to give us five minutes? Number six, for prayer to be effective, prayer must continue both in troubled times and in times of peace. But when I'm in trouble, I don't pray. When I'm in trouble, I don't pray. It's true. I pray before trouble. When Jesus went to Pilate and all these guys, he didn't pray. He had prayed in the garden already. When it was time, he said, Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. He had prayed already. He had secured his future already. It's true. Well, at the point his enemies were talking then one of his enemies called Herod said do you not know that I Herod I have power to release you that was the mistake he made then the man of prayer rose up and said no it's not true that's the only thing Jesus said in his trial he actually told the person who said I can release you he's the one he faced I mean if I were Jesus I would do that like the guy has identified himself that he can release me. Oh, I would have knelt down in front of his old Chelija Bosu. You know. <laughs> I said, Chairman, Chairman. Oh, I'm, I'm loyal to you. I'm, I'm loyal to you. You know, these are Jews. Don't, don't mind them. If you release me, we do, do shared uh, power. Shared uh, whatever I did. I'll de- we'll kill all of them, you and I. <laughs> I said, oh, Chairman, these people, they are bad. Though. I was afraid. 
that the person has identified himself as the person who can release me. Oh, I said, oh, Jew say you are wicked, though. But you and I, you let's talk. If you release me, I promise you, you will sit on my right hand in glory. But not so with the man of prayer. I said, you would have had no power over me except it were given to you from above. Then he told him, because of that, those who have brought me to you and given you the unfortunate job of judging me, they have sinned against you. <laughs> As for you, dear, it's like the position you are in, I even feel sorry for you. It's, it is not your fault, though, that they give you power over me, that you are going to condemn me to death. I feel sorry for you. But this position you are in, is because of the people who brought you to me but I, but I beg you that mind you have that you are doing something against me it's not a good mind to have you see when you are a man of prayer you talk with boldness yes because you know that you and god make the majority oh yes oh yes i told a brother whose wife had picking him up thinking she could finish him i told him what you need to do eh, is make sure your heart is clean before god because god is the one who determines the outcome of everything at that time the wife was very strong in control talking accusing making statements like i'll finish you i'll do that i say i told the brother i beg you imagine you standing before god make sure that if god judges you you'll be innocent because you see i've lived short enough but even you when you you watch a movie have you ever seen an evil person who has triumphed at the end of the movie have you seen one before So that should tell you how life can turn. I told him, make sure that God will find you innocent. If you can live such that God will find you innocent, number one. And number two, live such that in the day where you open your mouth, everybody will just fall on their feet and say, if God is not there, you are there. And I told him, if you can, by the time this issue is ending, you will feel sorry for your wife. I told him that forget about what your wife is doing. If you can live before God, King David said, I've lived in the innocency of my heart and the purity of my heart. My heart and my heart are pure. If you can say that your hands and your heart are pure, forget about human beings. <laughs> human beings, they love you today, they hate you tomorrow. Forget about them. Secure your prayer life. Ooh. As I'm talking to you, he saved that wife from death. He went to save him from death. From death. Yes. Yes. Huh. Yes. Forget about people. Go down on your knees. Place your hand, place your life in God's hands. Place your life in God's hands. Forget about people. God holds your heart. That's why I said, my chair is spoiled. But I was praying in it like that. What betide you if you are my enemy? The Bible speaks of curses for those who hide in secret and shoot arrows at the righteous. Make sure you are not shooting an arrow at me in secret. Because when I go down on my knees, I don't know what your name is in the realm of the spirit. So that when I sang, maybe it's your name I've mentioned, I don't know. I'm using myself as an example to encourage you. Wake up at 3 a.m. and pray. It may be the solution to your marital problems. It may be the solution to your childlessness. It may be the solution to your joblessness. It may be the solution to your mental... Within three, four minutes, I just calm down. Those of you who don't pray, I don't know what you are doing in life, Because your prayer is so limited. You are praying that, Father, I pray for my job. I pray for... 
You meanwhile, there's a strange woman waiting for you in the afternoon. Baba go never-ending victories are yours in Jesus' name. Let us stand to our feet. Lift up your voice and pray. Ha! Pray for yourself, oh. <laughs> Listen! The Bible says that and when Saul saw that David loved Michal, he took counsel and said, I shall give her to him that I might trap him. <laughs> yes. Lift up your voice and pray. An enemy may be sent to you in the guise of a friend. The Bible said that, and Samson loved Delilah, and the laws of the Philistines conspired with her that she might deliver him into their hands, and they covenanted with her to give her 70 pieces of silver, and she agreed. Pray that God will deliver you by your prayer life. No. Pray for yourself that, that a spirit of supplication, a spirit of prayer will come upon you in the name of Jesus. Mora shalaba sumika. Runtoriaka fulabasimaka. Mafakitola simai katola. Baruko shimeke fulababa. I strike them down in the name of Jesus. Koshali kosima kafala. Borika shumakaya. That though a thousand fall at your left, lower the volume. And ten thousand fall at your right hand. I pray for you watching on Facebook that your enemies, the will of your enemies, shall not happen. That they shall come against you in one way. I pray this specifically for those watching by Facebook. All those watching on Facebook, wherever you are in the world, lift up your hands and pray for you now. I pray that in whatever country you are, your enemies, though they come against you in one way, will scatter in confusion in seven different ways. Sakufala, stretch forth your hand towards your phone, your screen, your TV, however you are watching. Wherever you are in the world, let the enemies, those in Ghana, let your enemies fail, fail concerning you. I pray for you as my sheep. I pray for you as those that God has given to me. Everybody in this room, lift up your hands. Whatever crisis you are in, by these words, I cause every storm in your life to cease. And I say, peace be still in the name of Jesus. Peace be still in the name of Jesus. Every crisis you have entered because of sin, may your sins be forgiven you. I pray for you as a servant of God. May your sins be forgiven you and let the crisis end. Let the crisis end. I speak an end to the crisis. Pafuka suka peta. Sumpafika luka pisala. Ah, I plead the blood of Jesus against curses sent against you through generational lines, family bonds, and family relationships. I command every curse to cease in the name of Jesus and add the blood of Jesus to draw a bloodline between your past and your future, your past and your present. I speak forth your liberty now, I speak forth your freedom now. I speak forth your liberation now. I speak forth your coming out. I speak forth your breakthrough. I say it is over. I say it is over. I say it is over. I say the crisis is over. And you are coming out victorious. 400 years before they came out of Egypt. Moses said, you shall go into bondage for 400 years and you shall come out with great wealth from today i prophesy that you are coming out with great wealth whatever crisis you are in maybe it's a crisis of lovelessness you are coming out with great love maybe it's a crisis of poverty you are coming out with great riches maybe it's a crisis of foolishness you are coming out with great wisdom whatever kept you back you are coming out with a great more
multitude of that in the name of Jesus. Ah, your enemies are bowing down to you through the power of prayer. I've seen God, I've seen God change situations by prayer. Father, I pray for everyone here listening to me. As their hands are stretched forth towards the heavens, let today mark a turning point. Let today be a turning point. I speak forth word of liberation into the spirit. Let my word create a new life, a new form of existence, a new form of living, a new form of health, a new form of vigor, a new form of vitality for everybody here. Those watching on Facebook, all over the world, may they be blessed with the words I have created and what I have created by my words. May their yesterday be different from their tomorrow. And I thank you that you fill our mouth with great testimonies of your goodness and your love for us. I hear the words in the spirit never the same again. I hear these words in the spirit never the same again. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that you will never be the same again. I speak for the words of the spirit that you will never be the same again. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. I will never return. Will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I will run the race. And I I will never be, I will never be the same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will run the path. I will run the path. I will run the race. And I surrender my life to Jesus pray with me I want to be born again I want Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of my life I want to say enough of living my own life I want to turn over my life to Jesus this morning if you are here like that please stand wherever you are just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you want to surrender your life to Jesus lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you I see your hand my brother is there anyone else you want to surrender your life to Jesus 
if you lifted up your hand please do one more thing please come to me in front i'm also coming down if you lifted up your hand please come to me god, god bless you ashes please help them Reverend KK, come, come. I want us to say this prayer together. I want the rest of the congregation to join us. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. This morning, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my personal savior say heavenly father please write my name in your book of life so that when i die i will come to heaven say holy spirit holy spirit please come and live in me i invite you into my life please come and live in me and help me strengthen me to live the life of a christian all the days of my life in the mighty name of jesus i pray with thanksgiving amen and amen my brother and my sister please go with our pastor he'll talk to you for two minutes and then you'll join us again put your hands together for them as they go the bible says there's great rejoicing in heaven when people come to god please take your seats 